0: City are back on the road this Saturday as they travel to Port Vale. Confidence is high with the Imps unbeaten in seven and picking up three wins in their last four games. Let's start then by hearing from Michael Skubala who has enjoyed having a
1: week on the training pitch whilst Vale have been in midweek action. So it's good to not have a, a Tuesday game as you say, so it's good to have a bit of a rest and um, yeah, try and get some bodies back if we can.
0: And you said if we can, is there any sign of the likes of Rico being available?
1: So Rico's close, so we think he'll take some part in Saturday, which is great. Um, What that looks like, we're just getting through today, tomorrow, um, and then see, so that's good. Um, Freddie's out at the minute, so we think he's probably 10 days, if you like, 14 days away. Um, Yeah, and Jacko's. In a mask back in training but we think that's probably a bit too early for, for this Saturday. So
0: possibly another week or
1: so? Possibly another week or so, yeah. And then I,
0: there were no new injuries that we're not aware um,
1: of? The only other thing is like Ethan, we're not sure with Ethan Hamilton, um, so he came off with a game so we're not sure with Ethan at the moment what's going on with him so um, we'll see because he's obviously been out with an injury and then back in and uh, yeah that might have flared up again. That could be something or nothing, we're just waiting for him to see a specialist really. So
0: football can change very quickly can't it you know yeah, a couple of weeks sure. ago at the start of january yeah. after the the game at blackpool you know the feeling of doom and gloom it's amazing how it changes isn't it and yeah. you know no you keep saying about the players still having you know belief and confidence but results always help
1: yeah i know that the results definitely help they definitely help the belief and definitely help the confidence but you know experience tells me that football can change really quick like you just said whether that's injuries whether that's performance whether that's results and you just have to trust your own ways and your own processes that we do as coaching staff and a club and then and hopefully we can keep picking up points and every game is a tough game in this level every game is going to be a hard game for us but I think if you trust your processes and eventually you get the results you deserve if you put the performances in and I think definitely the one thing for me is having the bodies back helps the squad to be more competitive and harder for players to get into and I think that's one of the beauties we've had over the last sort of couple of weeks when bodies are back the places are more competitive and Hopefully you see the performances on the pitch from that.
0: Have the way some of the players come back surprised. Them? Obviously we've talked a bit about Rico in the past, but when you think how long Ben House has been back, it's not just that he's come back and played the amount of minutes he has, but at the level he has as well.
1: Yeah, I think so. It's always, you know, people talk about being match fit and, and not match fit, but um or if you like match sharp. But I think we've got a great medical team here, you know. Kieran and the medical team work really hard in order to get them to a place where we can safely get them back on the grass. But then we obviously do, on the long terms we obviously do some work with them into training before they even come back onto the pitch. So it's more so about managing them when they come in and that's not just throwing them into 90 minutes, it's giving them bits and pieces, if you like, a few minutes here and manage that across a three-game week, a two-game week, a one-game week, whatever that looks like. And I think that's, that's the beauty of having a good MDT team around you that we can manage that and I think that's credit to the staff and the individuals the players how we manage that because every player wants to come back in and play 90 straight away um, but we know that's not necessarily the best for the, sh- the medium to long term.
0: As the head coach how hard is it sometimes when they'll tell you x player needs another few days or another week and yet you need a result is that a, a you know a difficult balance sometimes that you might need to take the decision that's more towards the team?
1: Yeah I think like you know that's ultimately the decision-making of the head coach. You get all the information around you and you get all of the advice, but there will be times when I have to make a key decision that, that might get us the three points or keep that player on the pitch for a little bit longer or even a bit shorter, whatever that looks like. And I think that is the job of the head coach, is to make those decisions that are informed and educated from the staff. Um, and in that moment in time, I think that is the yeah that is the job. In the moment in time, trying to make the right decision for the individual but for the team as well.
0: And we talked a little bit there about how things can change quickly in football. I guess that's what they'll be thinking at Port Vale because you can't sugarcoat it. They're not on a great run really at the moment.
1: Yeah, they're not on. We know they're not on the best of runs, but we weren't on the best of runs not so long ago, and. You know, I think there's definitely you know, a manager bounce with the new manager coming in and they've played two different systems. They've played with a back three against Cheltenham, which we've seen, and they've played a back four against Reading. I was there at Reading on Tuesday night watching and I thought they played really well and pressed more aggressively. So there's definitely a way that he's trying to change the team. Um, and we know it's going to be a tough place to go with the pitch and the size of their pitch and they're a bit better at home. But well, we again, we've just got to focus on what we do because I think when we focus as a group of players, and a group of staff on what we do. I think that's the most important thing, rather than worrying about other people and what they're doing.
0: How much different and how much of a help is it that you can go to a game like the Reading game? Because obviously, you didn't have one on. You can physically go yourself, not relying on on videos on on computer programs. You can see it with your own eyes.
1: Yeah, I love it. I, I whenever I can, and uh, you know, I love to get out and watch the teams live for for many reasons. I think you know, seeing it through why I scout and I can watch every game in the world through that but I think just seeing it live and seeing seeing how the players deal with their live situation is fantastic. I don't like the M1 diversions on the way home until one in the morning but I do like the I do like watching teams live when I can.
0: And are you like the scouts? Do you leave quarter of an hour before the end of
1: the game? No, no, no. I, I like to stay because I think sometimes in that last 15-20 minutes of the game you see changes going on to win games and lose games and you actually see coaching decisions going on as well so it's really important that that I stay to the end, really.
0: Michael Scubala there, who seems pleased on the back of having the chance to watch Saturday's opposition live earlier on in the week. Let's now hear from Ted Bishop, who starts by discussing his fine run of form.
2: Yeah, I am. Um, really enjoying it at the moment. Obviously, getting a run of games is massive for me. Uh, playing in my preferred, preferred position, which obviously I haven't done for my whole time at Lincoln. I think that's definitely a factor. But, um, yeah, really happy the way it's going at the moment.
0: Yeah, I mean you've played all over the shop. I can remember you playing full-back at Cheltenham, scoring too. I mean, yeah. it must be great to, to have someone like you <clears throat> sat behind you and giving you that license to get forward.
2: Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, obviously I've played everywhere. I've played on the wing, up front, right back for half a season. And I've played in that two when we played with a five-two-three. and uh, I think playing as that eight with two others in the middle gives me that license to really go and show what I can do. And I think I have done that in recent games.
0: Obviously, you've got the platform, like we said, behind you and the, and the players around to be able to do that.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Having Ethan, the, the two Ethans, Connor, whoever's played in there alongside me, it's been really good for me to get forward and do what I can do.
0: We have asked you about this before, but obviously you, your contract's up in the summer. Um, is it, have, would you like to stay at Lincoln if there was a possibility of doing that?
2: Yeah, I've, I've loved my time here so far, so so obviously sort of things out of my control at the moment. Uh, I know it's so cliche, but just carry on playing games, stay fit. And then whatever happens will happen, really. See what happens at the end of the season.
0: Yeah, because obviously leaving Ipswich must have been a wrench for you, but it's become something of a home link, I imagine.
2: Yeah, it has. I'm quite lucky, the fact I've only ever had two clubs. I've not bounced around from club to club. So, yeah, obviously I was very happy at Ipswich, and then I've been very happy here as well. The fans have treated me really well. I love the city, so we'll just see what happens.
0: And a real run of games this season, I did look at the stats, I think I mentioned this last week, I think it's like 75% of the games, something like that, you've been involved in this season in some way.
2: Yeah, that's that's massive for me. Obviously, I know previous seasons, I think the first season I was quite good in terms of appearances, but last season obviously was, was no good for me or the team. So it's a big plus that I've been able to stay fit for larger parts of this season and just hope it continues until the end of the season.
0: What about Michael Scubala? We talked before, didn't we? And you said that you felt when he came to the club, it helped your game. Is Is that continued in the, how it's developed?
2: Yeah, 100%. I think like I touched on, the formation change is massive for me where I'm not a sitter. I'm definitely not a winger. I like to play central. I like to play in that attacking role. So him putting me in there and showing trust in me, like I've said, is uh, it's been really good for me.
0: And you've got some players to now fire some bullets towards as well, haven't you? And obviously helped make the goal last week.
2: Yeah, obviously we're really um, light on numbers for a large part of this season. So having Joe Taylor in the building, Freddie back, obviously Halsey's massive for us so having them players to play with definitely helps my game
0: I mean that's the point particularly with Ben isn't it you, you realize what you miss when he comes back and he he almost picks up like he hasn't been away
2: it's actually mental because he looks as fit as he's ever been and that's just credit to him how hard he's worked while he's been off but I think we knew at the time it wasn't just when he came back we knew we'd missed him we knew at the time we were missing him so I think a few of us were counting down the days till he was back but we're just glad to have him back now
0: and what about this this run? It must be filling the team with confidence and, and trying to push on beyond where you are on the table in 10th.
2: Yeah, 100%. I think maybe a month or so ago, maybe looking behind us a little bit and that's, that's mad how quickly it can change. We're now looking ahead. We know the playoffs is still a target, um, but take every game as it comes, keep winning, and then you just see, see where you are with six or seven games to go and see if you've got a real chance.
0: And what's the manager told you about the opposition Port Vale on Saturday?
2: Um, we went through it a little bit today, showing us where we can kind of hurt them, obviously not going to give too much away. But also he said that they're a dangerous side on their day, like anyone in this division, so we've got to go there with a game plan and execute it the right way.
0: And that's the thing, isn't it? If you think back to January the 1st, Lincoln went on the run they didn't want to be on. And things turn around, and it can easily be the case that Port Vale can do that.
2: Yeah, exactly. They've got a new manager in, so I think his uh, style of play will start to come out in the next next few games. So we just we know that if we go there with the players we've got and the setup we've got, that we should be winning those type of games. So that'll be the aim to go there and win on Saturday.
0: Just finally, as you know, on our commentary team, occasion, we have your gym buddy, we call him Jimmy Walker. Yeah. Uh, your chance. Yeah, obviously you knew each other from Ipswich days. I think. Yeah, he was our like goalie and coach. I think yeah. you bump into each other a bit around Lincoln.
2: I you? see him. Uh, David Lloyd, yeah, I see him in the bar more than I ever in the gonna actual, coffee, the actual gym. Yeah, but no, he's, he's a really good guy, Jimmy. I got on well with him the first day I met him, and uh, I'm glad he's, he's around this area. Thank you for joining us as
1: we
0: look ahead to our trip to Vale Park. Don't forget that you'll be able to find all the reaction from Saturday's match right here on the We Are Imps podcast. We'll see you then.